So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I am really, really excited. We're going to talk a little bit about the symptoms of porn addiction. Um, this is not something we actually discuss all the time, but uh, actually getting to like more clinical symptoms uh, could be really insightful. And I know that a bunch of you listening are like, you know, am I addicted or is what I have something different? And we'll we'll talk about some of that and, and try to bring some clarity on the matter. And we are still uh, still taking calls. We're still offering our, our January discount for people who are serious about quitting pornography this year. You want to make this the year you have your last relapse. So if you have not booked a call yet, if you haven't jumped on to find out more about our program to see if it can help you and ensure that this is in fact the year that you quit, well, there's a link in the show notes. We'd love to speak with you and we are uh, we are opening, um, or we're opening times as long as they're available. And the reason I say that is because we offer one-on-one coaching now. So we do have limited spots. Um, and we are offering 20% off for anybody who signs up in January, which means that, you know, um, well, the seats are filling up quickly. We'll just put it that way. So if you want one of those slots before we reach capacity, once we reach capacity, the discount is over. Uh, then the link is in the show notes and we'd love to speak with you. Okay, let's jump into it. The five symptoms of porn addiction. Um, These are five of the major ones. I'm actually going to do a second episode tomorrow and I'm going to talk about the 48 side effects of viewing pornography and they're kind of the same thing but they're a little bit different and you'll, you'll see why if you listen to today's episode and you listen to tomorrow's, okay? But the, the goal here in, in our in our time that we have together today is for you to gain a better understanding of, of where your situation is at, okay? Where your situation is at and and how you might or might not be affected by your porn consumption. I know for me, when I was younger and when I was actually struggling with porn, I never really knew if I was addicted or not because at the time, porn addiction was sort of laughed at. It was like, oh, that's not a thing. You can't be addicted to porn. I would say, you know, all these years later, look, there's enough bodies of research uh, in this area to show, okay, this is this is valid. This is a thing clearly. That being said, not everybody's experience with porn is actually an addiction. I would say for most years of my struggle, it was more like a compulsive behavior than it was an addiction. I would say it became an addiction when I was in university. Uh, So, you know, those probably two or three years before I I made a a full attempt to recover. And then Actually, it was longer than that because really the first year or two I tried to recover, I was still addicted. I wasn't actually making any progress. So there's some interesting interesting nuances to it. Um, here's what I'll say. Uh, of the people that we work with, you know, the people that we see successful, whether they're addicted. I mean, we've had clients where like they go a day without watching and they they literally get the shakes. Like their body physically starts to respond. Like that's an addiction. That's a withdrawal symptom, Right. Uh, we worked with clients like that all the way to clients who haven't watched porn in two years, but they know that they are sober and they're not free and they want the freedom. So we worked with that and everything in between. 
it doesn't really matter where you land on the spectrum. The bottom line is if you're not walking in freedom, you need to get to the roots and walk in freedom. You know, that's kind of the bottom line. But I hope these five symptoms will make it make, maybe make it a bit clearer what what you're up against and, you know, maybe the extent of your situation. So the first thing that we know, this is clinically proven, it's academically proven, porn leads to lower relationship satisfaction. And that's not that hard to parse together. Let's think about this. Porn is this hyper-produced, sexualized experience. And when you are getting your sexual experiences through something that's hyper-produced, then a relationship with a human being who's not a pixel, who's not hyper-produced, is not going to satiate those dopamine centers in your brain the same way the serotonin centers and whatever else. So low relationship quality. Furthermore, you know, porn kind of uh, gives you the wrong impression about what's required to have a healthy sexual relationship. And so there's no sense of, you know, emotional connection or anything else. Um, I mean, the the list goes on and on. But ultimately, if you're experiencing low relationship satisfaction and porn is in your life, it's pretty much guaranteed that there's a link there. Okay, it may not be causal, but certainly correlative. Number two is physical changes, okay? So the there's three primary physical changes that men experience when they have a problem with pornography. The first is reduced sexual performance. Now, that is typically premature ejaculation or um, sometimes it's just not, not the inability to uh, fully climax. Uh, and then obviously a more extreme version of that and kind of the second one on this list is erectile dysfunction. And so that's where you're not even able to experience arousal at all. Uh, Another one, this was a a research study that came out of Australia that kind of identified that men who view pornography have all have symptoms that are, or not symptoms, it's uh, leading indicators of eating disorders. So that's just interesting, like things like body dysmorphia and that kind of stuff. So physical changes uh, are a big one as well. And if you're noticing your body has changed, uh, if you're noticing that maybe the way you view your body has changed and that's affecting, you know, your relationship with food or exercise, uh, again, porn may not be the sole causal element, but it definitely is at play and it's probably driving things more than you realize. I remember, um, like I got out a measuring tape, you know, and I started to measure myself, um, you know, in my, my male parts. Uh, because I got so insecure that like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have enough and my body wasn't in good enough shape. And so no girl would want to be with me. And if I, if I ever did get into, you know, a situation where I would have a sexual encounter, you know, I, I wanted to know if I'd measure up. And all of that was completely driven by pornography. You know, literally like, I don't know what the titles are like on porn videos these days, but back in the day, it was a lot about the male appendage, you know? Um, so it's just just interesting and something to be aware of. The third one is disconnection. And this is a, this is a bit of a broader one. You know, is there like a clinical study that shows men experience more disconnection when they watch porn? Well, no, that, that study doesn't exist. There's lots of studies that show, you know, like I said, lower relationship satisfaction, uh, increased likelihood of divorce. And then if you kind of go a little bit broad, broader, you see that a lot of men with addictions are lonely. Porn addiction in particular is really alienating. Um, and so I, I would say the disconnection is a, a mixture of, you know, some paraphrasing of the literature and the research and then also anecdotally. But we just know that people, people who watch pornography, they, they become very disconnected in their lives. 
And even the most social people can start to shut down and isolate when they're addicted to pornography. So if you're experiencing disconnection in your life, porn is in the mix. Yeah, there's probably a link there. The fourth one is the reprioritization of commitments. This is uh, a very clinical symptom of addiction in general. So when you are failing to uphold your commitments to work or your commitments socially because uh, you know you want to engage in the substance or behavior that you're addicted to, that's that's textbook. That's as textbook as it gets. So for me, um, you know, I was planning my days. Like I was shuffling things around so that I would I would have enough time to view pornography to my satisfaction. So that's a reprioritization of commitments. And um, you know, some some people neglect their commitments altogether. I'm I'm pretty social. So for me, um, especially with social commitments, I it was more about moving things around than canceling. That wasn't really my style. But you know, again, regardless how you frame this or slice it, that reprioritization is a big problem. All right. And the fifth major symptom of porn addiction is riskier behavior. And I just wish I could get this message across louder and clearer because this is the this is the one where people find themselves in trouble. Some of you listening are saying, you know, uh, I've had this problem for a long time. It's never, it hasn't really gotten that much worse. Um, but the reality is a porn addiction is a ticking time bomb and it will get worse. And whether it's today or tomorrow, or maybe it's a year from now and you have a really rough season, a difficult patch and you don't know how to cope. Um, I'm telling you right now that a lot of our clients, if they could say one thing to people who haven't, you know, made a decision to, to do our program or to do a different one, it's do it now before it's too late. Cause Sometimes, unfortunately, it's too late and people lose their marriages, people lose their jobs, you know, people lose their careers, their callings, they lose positions of leadership, um, they, they lose opportunities, some people lose out on money and purchasing power and um, there's all kinds of stuff that happens and uh, examples are, you know, you go from watching vanilla stuff to hardcore stuff, you go from watching hardcore stuff to watching, you know, some, some bestiality kind of like those kinds of things are actually pretty normal bestiality or same sex porn. When you're a heterosexual male, uh, very common experiences. Um, or maybe it, it escalates away from the screen into something that's more real life. You go to a massage, massage parlor, you pay for sex, you have an affair, uh, this is what I mean by riskier behaviors. Uh, Ted Bundy, a very extreme example of that, who actually became like kind of a, a serial killer uh, and rapist because that was sort of the thrill. That was the only way he could kind of get the hit. Um, and now, obviously, again, I'm not saying that everyone who watches porn is going to become Ted Bundy. He's an extreme case, but nonetheless, a demonstration that riskier behavior is inherent. It, it, it's a natural progression here. And few people I know of can really keep it at bay long term. One way or the other, it starts to escalate. And usually, we downplay it. We're like, oh, that's not an escalation. That's just, I'm just doing something differently. No, as soon as you start saying those kinds of things, you've, you've escalated it. You're in riskier behavior. So these are five major symptoms of porn addiction. If you have even one of these, uh, you need to get some help before it's too late, before it does escalate and lead to something that you cannot reverse. Uh, if you have multiple of these, then it, again, that just... It just communicates the urgency of your situation, and I highly, highly recommend that you get some help now. There's tons of help available. Obviously, we're making a blitz for our program in January here. There's a 20% discount if you sign up this month while we have capacity, but there's lots of good programs out there. There's lots of great coaches out there and therapists out there. Go find what's going to work the best for you and then do it. Commit to it until you see 
freedom. Um, and if you do want to find out more about us, like I said at the beginning of this uh, episode, you can book a call. We'd love to speak with you. In the meantime, God bless you guys. I so appreciate your listenership. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.